Super secret keyword. No, it's not like that. Actually, uh, we're doing spooky cinema live broadcast of the show at Oscar Blues this Friday. And uh, yeah, I just found out that we will have uh, three different prizes, including uh, $400 in uh, cash, probably Visa gift card. That's easier in cash. It's dirty too. Uh, and then five, six hundred in other cash prizes. Plus, Hell uh, yeah. you get to choose tickets to the 101X concert series. Whee! Grand prize gets uh, three pairs of tickets to one of our many shows, Foles, AWOL Nation, the 1975. Uh, we got the full details at 101X.com. I'm going to keep drilling it in your head. Don't make Spencer and I sit there alone broadcasting at a table at Oscar Blues on on uh, on well, Friday. Honestly, I wouldn't be... We'll be that opposed to us being alone, you know? We're putting a lot into our costumes. Are we? Oh, yes, I, already, I didn't realize we were supposed to be wearing costumes. I already got you some dragon wings. Oh, so. what am I going to be? I'm gonna dragon be drag. nuts on my chin. Wait, it's supposed to go the other way. That didn't work. Sure. Okay, Anyhow, well. uh, details101x.com. Look forward to seeing you Friday. Remember, it's going to be a fun live show with you. Dude. And then a free screening of uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I'm excited. Uh, details at the website or at Oscar uh, Blues. CJ. We'll see you there, right? Yeah, yes? yeah, absolutely. You're going to be there, you promise? Quick question. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, CJ. That's me, Jay. How much are you charging for an autograph? Um, I'll pay you to ask me for an autograph <laughs> All right. at this point. Let's, let's be real. Goof. I work in radio, man. <laughs> Turns out politicians used to be kind of corrupt. That's right. Politicians kind of sort of used to be corrupt. Wow. Uh, back in the day, if you were running for a president or a political office, especially president, uh, the men who supported you financially and in other uh, means often were rewarded with one of two things that were very special tokens. Uh, Number one was ambassadorship. Like if you helped some guy get elected and he appointed you like the ambassador to Switzerland, that was a kick-ass post. And I do believe these appointments are for life. Again, I'm talking out of my ass. This is half-ass history, but I think ambassadorships uh, run for a while until you retire I'm not quite sure if the next president gets to sign their own ambassadors just an empty thing the other big one would be the cabinet offices now obviously being in the cabinet has a lot more responsibilities and duties it's a little more important than just appointing your buddy from Tammany Hall who helped uh, get you elected and swindle up votes for you and uh, there were several presidents that were notorious for having corrupt cabinets one of them president warren g harding as a matter of fact one of the biggest scandals in the united states uh happened on this day not happened but uh, the culmination of it the actual hearing the the guilty uh, uh verdict Today, the Teapot Dome scandal. Whoa, man. Now, what that is, is basically the Teapot (laughs) Dome and other areas, uh, I think it was Elk Hills, uh, the United States Navy had what they called strategic petroleum reserves. These were untapped areas where they knew there were large amounts of oil in the ground that they left there on purpose. Why? So the Navy 
had fuel in case there was a crisis or a war or a shortage or anything like that. Very important to uh, to have that uh, uh, strategic oil reserve. Well, one of President Hardin's uh, cabinet members accepted a one hundred thousand dollar, which is insane to think how much that is now. This is in the twenties. This was during the depression. That's crazy, man. Interest-free loan uh, from a member of the Pan American Petroleum and Transport Company. Uh, the grant was essentially given the loan because Whoa, he was hoping this cabinet member would allow him to uh, lease space on the Elk Hills in California and the Teapot Dome Naval Oil Reserve in Wyoming, which would have been worth. Millions Dude, of dollars to this day. That initial hundred thousand bribe or donation or whatever is worth one point four million today. So that's one, insane. That, that Back is in the nineteen twenties. That's so, insane. Dude. So you could say that uh, wow. if if one petroleum company got the right to to drill and siphon away from a naval from two massive naval oil reserves, reserves that would have been billions of dollars. Uh, nineteen twenty three, the Senate Public Lands Committee launched Dude. an investigation. Uh, they found that the bribe was not only $100,000, but 300000 in government bonds, oh more cash God. exchanges. And it went uh, it went all the way uh, up and down the ladder. In 1927, however, these oil fields uh, were completely restored only to the U.S. government by a Supreme Court decision. Two years later, on this day, uh, the man whose name is... Uh, Fall Albert B. Fall, the cabinet member, was convicted of bribery and sentenced to for $1.4 million. You're a member of the presidential cabinet. That is a $1.4 million in, the, in this day. Uh, how long do you think he uh, went to jail? Uh, two years. One year. Oh, One damn. Year in prison. What do you think his fine was, though? Uh, a couple hundred bucks. Exactly $100,000. He just had to oh, pay dude, back. Oh, wow. Wow, that he sounds did, like a very fair did fine. One year in jail, and uh, that is, uh, that's it. A uh, few of the other guys did what? escape conviction. One of them was in prison for jury tampering, but you know what? Thankfully, in this day and age, we no longer have to worry about yeah. corrupt politicians or people and their family members being elected to an office to enrich themselves and make further gains in their businesses. It doesn't happen because America, you know what? We're doing things right now. We are back to exactly where we should be. A shining beacon of freedom in our country. Godspeed and happy early election week. Get out and vote. Markiplier is starting an OnlyFans. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Yes, I love it. It's uh, social cues where if it's on the internet, we talk about it on the radio. And I also have an OnlyFans. Oh, really? Let's get into that in a moment. Okay. Tell us about this more famous person, male, female, they, them. Yeah, well, his name is Markiplier. He is a YouTuber. He's been on YouTube for a while, and he does games and has podcasts, and basically he's gone up in the charts. And over the years, when he first started doing uh, playing games on on YouTube, I mean, he was just some, like, nerdy dude that was on YouTube. Yeah, he was, uh, I watched some of his videos. He would do what was called Let's Plays, where you play a video game along and show your rea- shoot your reaction, I guess, and just comment on it. Exactly. Um, so what he, but over the years, he's kind of 
developed a little more, gotten beefy, gotten that YouTube yeah. money, which means that he's gone to the gym, gotten Plus a personal he's got trainer. Plus, like, he's got like a really good, he's got a really good, like, he's got that's a good, a good wonderful, like, deep voice, too. So yeah, he's, he's like, nice. Mark good job, like, he's a that's decent, a good, that's a good impression. Decent looking dude, too. And, and so now, it's become kind of a meme that everybody has talked about, ooh, Markiplier? Uh-huh. Mm, he can get it. Like, nerdy, ooh, nerdy dude who plays horror video games and makes money on YouTube? Like, ooh, I think he's like 33 or something, Yeah, that's why I'm so like, hell yeah, bro. Ooh, yeah. Closer in age to me, he so look, I'm like, He looked good. Um, but recently, he decided, he revealed in one of his YouTube videos that he has the intentions of starting an OnlyFans. Um, hell but yeah. Because he wants to raise money for charity, which is also, like, amazing. Um, and so he made a video called I Will Start an OnlyFans, where he basically said that there are some conditions and that mm-hmm. all of his OnlyFans profit will be donated to charity. And mm-hmm. so in order for his, yeah, like, right. his first condition was that his podcast that he works on has to hit number one on both Apple and on Spotify charts. Um, I think he also said that, like... So this is more a marketing gimmick than it actually is. Sure. Wanted yeah. to show some floppy down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, and so he basically just wanted to try to make his podcast go number one. And I believe it was something like, in like... 48 hours it hit number one and yeah, he was it, like it what? Beat, it beat Joe Rogan I saw him. Yeah it beat Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. He posted a video either last night or the night before mm-hmm. and it was just called Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah, just the sitting video there literally for two minutes wow. like All right, wow What's this dude's guys? name? I want to look him up while you're explaining Markiplier, it again. Markiplier. M-A-R-K-I-P-L-I-E-R um, I so, did not do that right, but I found him. Now, yeah, yeah. he has an OnlyFans. He has a weird face, but he's he's good looking. He, ooh, you need to look at updated pictures of him. Oh. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. You're clicking yeah, on the right one with hair. a red background yeah. and a yeah. long hair. Okay, and I, kinda, I get it, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, it does look like he was sprinting. And someone had a glass door closed, and he ran into it. Yeah. That's all he right. Kind of, but still good looking. Better I mean, looking than me. He has that Adam Driver thing. A little bit. Like His eyes people, are too close, though. If people like Adam Driver... Well, Adam Driver with like the him. hair and the voice. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. You can look as weird as you want. Adam, <laughs> Adam Driver's sexy. I don't care what people say. He's awesome. He's sexy. Kylo Ren. He saved that movie. And he's a former Marine! Everyone thinks him as the dorky, skinny guy from the show Girls. Dude was a Marine. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Okay, well, yes. you said that you have an cool. OnlyFans, but pr- let's pretend that you didn't have an OnlyFans. I want to get into that in a second, but if you, what were your, what would your conditions be? What would we, we as oh. an audience, have to do in order to get both of you to do an OnlyFans? Um, Pay us. Give me money. <laughs> Pay us? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's like part of just OnlyFans. Just want me. Just want to see me one. nude. Like that's it. If that's you it. Just, yeah. If you if you click like on your Instagram uh, story, then you know I I do feel like it could be weird because I'm kind of sort of a public personality and I'm engaged to suddenly doing OnlyFans. Um, I do have a lot of medical bills coming up, so that might be a thing. Let's be real. It's for attention, and I want to show my dong. Yeah, well, not, just, not full oh nude, but I want to show you know like boxer dong and this is okay, and that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But maybe you know maybe, maybe behind just, like a sheet, like it's a magic trick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could make it. I, I could bring humor to sexiness. You could also um, make some like uh, you know you have those nice like big diorama like style scenes with your Legos. You could just make like little orgy scenes. I could. I could. <laughs> Emily, earmuffs real quick. Uh, okay. So you know how as a dude you have that muscle where you can make your dong flop. Sure. 
sure. Like um, like flick things. Yes. Sorry, I could what? F- I could flick Legos. <laughs> yeah, sure. Or flick flick things into a field goal. <laughs> I could make. Yeah, right. Yeah, you could. Uh, should you though? Oh, Sorry, gosh. no, no. Uh, quick change of subject. I realized I looked at his um, I will start an OnlyFans video. Yeah. And as of now, it has, um, what does it say? Oh my gosh, I lost it. 6.4 million views. Damn. And then the immediate, and it's only three minutes long. And Do then we? the video right after where he's just going, wow, has about um, 4.8 million. Yeah. So people really um, wanted to see this man naked. Okay. Well, I'm going to do it. I already oh, wait, started. You're gonna an, do it. So I already started. So this, this, is, this was his requirement. Was like some guy more famous than him on <laughs> than YouTube him doing it. gets popular. And a, and a, I want to be popular. That's all. <laughs> okay. So obviously, I'm not uh, the model of attractiveness. But I, I, a couple years ago, when I was still doing things in radio and not making a lot of money, I was like, "Haha, I'm going to do this." I have a friend who I'm not going to name, but she is one of the top creators. She was a stand-up comedian and podcast host, now just does OnlyFans mm-hmm. and makes a lot of money. She has a place in LA, Austin, and Dallas. She's what? doing very well. But ah. she I mean, she does full-on pern. Like it's it's not yeah. just kind of teasy showing boobs. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, cutesy, it, wink, wink. It's wow. full on stuff. Yeah. But dang, I was chatting with her in the DMs and getting advice. I started an OnlyFans. You have to, as a creator, you have to upload your ID, right. show it's you. And the reason I did it is because like my fiance's friends and coworkers and my friends that are gay men are like, yes, do it. We love you. Every time I post a thirst trap on Instagram back in the day, it was always my fiance's like, oh my God, all the guys at the office are freaking talking about you. What did you post? And I was like, oh, I did an underwear thing. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to do Wait, it. Wait, does she only work with gay men? A lot, yeah. That are into you? Nice. There and you go. That's your audience. So uh, me and uh, one of our friends, uh, Joe Hafke, who's a comic, yeah. they love us. Joe's actually in shape. I just kind of have the bear. I'm hairy. I got a big poppin' booty. Um, yes, you're. Yes, you do. But one of my friends, a, a close friend, was like, hey, man, I don't know. Because there's a big thing about gay baiting, and if you're a straight male and you go do an OnlyFans that's just suggestive and you're taking people's money, like, gay baiting is a problem, and he's like, could you make money to do it, but... I don't know, but I also wait, have a lot wait, of. Wait. I'm not sure I understand the the, the philosophical. Well, I guess but, it doesn't I mean, matter because I'm not going to do it. Being a straight man and and pretending but you're not to be asking oh. to date any of those people. Right. I, know, I mean, like, but, like if you're saying it on the other, it's like a married woman not, pretending to be single. Well, you're not and, but you're not. These people like people know what your relationship is, That's especially as a public kind of, figure. This is a fantasy still kind of. Yeah. It's, it's pornographic. But also, it's like the 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 lady that's in the in the pizza in the pizza porn. She's not actually a pizza delivery driver. Okay. But also, young people. I have I have a lot of like old school milfs from my old station that would love to. Say, I don't know. I I, I think I just want to. Why my body's still kind of whatever, and I have yeah. pictures of me when I was younger and good looking, nude. Yeah. I can yeah. put them out there. Should I do it? Maybe yes or no? The, maybe not the younger photos. Should I you do gotta, it? You got to be new. Yes. At the CJ Morgan, let me know. Should I do it? Only fans promote it, or will it get me fired? Here comes the surge, but it's not what you're thinking. Pickup with Matt Bearden for all the parents in the line. I'm surprised we're not canceled after yesterday, but hey, we're here. Uh, yeah, and uh, bad news for parents. About three quarters of pediatric hospital beds are being used right now across the U.S. <sighs> you can relax a little bit from COVID, but now RSV is on the rise. This happened again last year, too. Are you guys familiar with RSV? 
Uh, yeah, man, he's one of the greatest guitar players ever. I saw him play on top of Perfect. a pallet fire Thank at the you. Armadillo. Perfect, exactly. RSV is a um, it's a respiratory virus. Uh, oh. I, I believe the actual term is respiratory since. I can't pronounce this anywhere, but it means something. And it's essentially, it's like a cold-like virus, but it can put a lot of kids in the hospital. Uh, death from this is Jeez. extremely rare, but it does hospitalize a lot of kids because of high fevers, respiratory problems, and it's pretty common. Um, what can you do about it? <sighs> Be vigilant. That's really it. Most parents have already gone through this, and they understand. I'm just kind of giving you a heads up, especially if you have kids that are in daycare. Daycare is a virus factory. Just touching, moving. What is, is it? Norovirus that kids noro and roto. Every parent uh, has been through that. You know this because you have dogs, which is pretty much like being a parent, right? Uh, Jardia, yes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Jardia is kissing actually. the pickle after she eats poop. Yeah, well, I, it's not the same with it, but uh, you do touch a lot of the same. Quick, quick sidebar: Do you remember our old coworker Krissa, and she would always have stomach issues and get sick? Yes, and it was because she was kissing her dog all the time. Yes, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I do remember mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, very clearly. It's kind of the same thing when you have young kids, whether you want to admit it or not, there's a lot of body fluids going on in your house. They lick their hands, they touch everything. There also (laughs) is a bathroom issue that goes on constantly. Anyway, RSV is on the rise. Uh, Adults can get it as well. It's just not very acute in us. Yeah. Cute. And, um, (laughs) but uh, heads up to you as well, because it can go, it is highly Contagious, and that's the big issue yeah. about it. So, anyway, I guess there's not really a solution here. I'm not telling you anything maybe you don't know, other than heads up if you haven't heard. Huge RSV surge. They think a little bit of it is that, um, hey, we had uh, corona and COVID, and we packed in literally like a ton of kids never went through the RSV phase that they would have had in daycare because they stayed home instead. Right. So now they're more susceptible. They, don't, they couldn't kind of build up the natural immunity that uh, that they should have. I have a friend who's, who's young son, I think, went to the hospital like three times. And Damn. correct me if I'm wrong, but when this gets to a kid, it knocks out the whole family, right? Mm, that's a really... Mm. Like, kids kind of will get it and not get as sick, but don't the parents, because they're not exposed to it as much? No, 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 kind of the opposite. I feel Uh, like the parents get it, and then you just feel like ass, but it's not enough of an ass that you get to stay home. Which actually, I guess, technically is a problem because then you go to work and then yeah, you give I mean, it to, guess, guess, it to somebody else. No and then so. they get to Spencer and I who yeah. don't have kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what frustrates me is, is you know, um, when trying to get your own pants off. <laughs> Man, you don't even know. Trying to get your own socks on when trying you have to get a belly a shirt like that. On. So many frustrating I, things. I'm yeah. wearing slip on shoes and sandals for a reason. Ugh, I realized that I was aging when I. Like, Trying to take off a wet shirt? Oof. Oh, my God. I just did that like two weeks ago. I was like, what's happening? (laughs) I got to like lie down and like scrape it off the bed. If you get one that's too big, it makes it I thought that when I went to the beach. No, it makes it worse because then it's just weighed and I don't know what it is about a wet shirt. (laughs) No, but if Russia just put us all in wet shirts, they get to win all the wars. Oh, we were talking about something, weren't we? If I can do a PSA, and it doesn't matter where you stand politically, but I want to reincorporate some of the crap that we learned and remember from the pandemic because I've been to the grocery store, my H-E-B, I love H-E-B, twice in the last week, and masks are fine. If you're feeling sick, whatever, wear a mask, but the rubbing the nose yeah. with the change in the weather and the allergies, the touching things, the not sanitizing and washing hands, like they're, 
There's a whole reason during cold and flu season that yeah. cold and flu spreads. It's because we're so touchy and not clean enough. There was this amazing thing where I know I think a lot of us went two years without getting without a cold flu. or yeah. the yeah. flu because yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. we've gotten so good about washing our hands and not touching doorknobs and all that. And it seems like we've... It is funny what kind of animals humans are, how quickly we've just been like, ah, that old stuff, let's get back into it. And uh, now we're all just making out on rainy and passing diseases left and right. Hallelujah. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. On 101X. Torchies has a new taco. Arby's wants to make you sick. It's time for the snack attack. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! That's right, it's a special edition of CJ's Fat with the snack attack. A little peppering of a few of the things (laughs) happening around you. I see Sorry. what you did. I I'm liked getting it. A, getting a little too spicy here. Oh, oh man. Very prosaic. Poetic today. Torchy's Tacos, <laughs> they're transporting your taste buds to India with the brand new Raj Taco. Whoa. Inspired by delicious Indian rich and flavorful cuisine, the Raj features a masala marinated trailer park chicken tender. Whoa, yum. Uh, and several different delicious Indian spices, as well as fresh mango chili crunch, plus mint and cilantro on mm. a flour tortilla. Uh, it is, I believe, the October. Uh, so this month, that is the October oh. Taco of the Month. They do a different one every single month, so you can get it until the end of now. Uh, Sonic, by the way, a brand new steak butter bacon cheeseburger. You know who does uh, the butter burgers very well, surprisingly? Culver's. Culver's is number one. Sure. Okay, uh, go Jack on. in the Box, not bad. I Jack in the it. Box has some good okay. butter burger, but now uh, Sonic... They're getting in the game. The new steak, butter, bacon, cheeseburger available only by using the brand's mobile app starting October 24th. The steak, butter, bacon, cheeseburger is going to be nationwide while supplies last. So you better get there quick on October 24th. That was yesterday, so they're already out. We're behind. Uh, Arby's back with some new stuff that looks like it is going to make you very, very sick, and I don't mean that in the cliche Arby's way. Uh, They have a new Diablo roast beef sandwich and Diablo loaded fries, and they're doing the Mm. Diablo Dare Challenge with very spicy offerings. Uh, Again, the Diablo is their special barbecue sauce Melted cheddar cheese, toasted red chipotle bun, and crispy spicy chicken. You Mm. can't get away from it. Everything on that sandwich Mm. is spicy. I bet it's not spicy. Bring it on. Okay, you heard it, Spencer. He's ready to take the Diablo Dare Challenge. Should we order you a Jamocha shake in case you get too hot and you need to cool down? <laughs> Let's just do it anyway. Those are yeah, good. Yeah, those are really, really good. Uh, Arby's also introducing the new Ranch and Swiss Ranch and Swiss roast beef sandwich. Oh. See, my mouth is too spicy. Yeah. I can't say these words. Uh, ranch just, and Swiss. <laughs> your mouth is watering. You're excited. Roast beef sandwich uh, on their new two for $7 everyday value meal. Ranch and Swiss roast beef. That sounds gross. Does it? Let me tell yeah. you why. Because every time I've had fast food ranch on a sandwich, it heats up to the level of the meat, and I got to <laughs> yeah. have cold ranch. I really? can't do warm ranch. It's, it's a disgusting. temperature consistency sort of thing for you. It, yes, very much Interesting. so. Interesting. And okay. how long has that ranch been sitting out to get that warm that fast? I don't know. 
That's what's scary about it. <laughs> sure. Hot okay. ranch, not good for you. It's supposed to be chilled. Well, you know what? Actually, ranch is powder and water in most cases. I yeah. doubt they're actually making buttermilk ranch. But it point be being, fine. Just don't leave it out overnight. <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's okay. Arby's, okay, man. okay they're sure. cool. So there you go. All kinds <laughs> of new sweet stuff to try. And of course, if you're one of those that says Torchy's Tacos doesn't have real tacos, you're probably right. But F you, they're still really, really good. Monday Night Football has ended. My fantasy team has lost to Emily. It is now time to settle the debt. Matt and I in a sports bet. I'm currently 0-4 on the season. Two tiebreakers on the way, one of which will be concluded next Monday at the company (laughs) Halloween costume contest. Uh, We did say that Spencer is going to be the final arbiter. If something weird happens, like we each get the same category, we're going to let Spencer be as neutral as possible, maybe talk with people in the crowd and figure figure that out. The other thing, uh, football with the little flick thing. But here's the deal. We are halfway through the season, and I kind of thought we should mix it up, make it a little fun halfway through the season. First and foremost, I have not graded the bets, so I do not remember exactly what they are. I do not know who won or lost. So that's going to make this a little more neutral and fair. I will say I know two things. I know Matt picked Dallas and Austin FC won. I also know Matt picked Oklahoma State uh, and the points, and they won. So Matt and I are one and one. The rest of the bets I don't remember. Now. I do. I, I lost everything this week. Okay. Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> well, point we'll being. See. We'll see. I think I really did lose really badly this week. Spencer, will you move the chair and reveal the punishment Plinko board? We are halfway through this betting season. Loser has to buy a dinner for the winter. What we now have on the punishment Plinko board uh. is a series of numbers going from one to five. Plus one, plus two, plus three, plus four, plus five. Also, minus five, four, three, two, one. The winner of this week's bet. The winner. Five sports questions will decide whether they want to drop a Plinko chip and possibly get five wins, lose five wins, or whatever numbers on there added to their record. This or is absolutely the invention of someone who is four games behind. Well, I plan this to- is 100% the machinations okay. of a person who is desperately behind. In the, there was no discussion about whether I wanted to do it, whether we thought okay. it was fair. You just show up and you're like, oh, here's the thing. Uh, I have no idea what the betting is, but maybe I'll drop a Plinko chip and see if I can't completely make up all the lost ground. No, sorry, I want to make this fun, but the point is the winner. Who put this in the envelope? The winner, CJ did. (laughs) CJ folded it and put it in an envelope, but is pretending that somehow he has no idea. Is this this show called Just Matt and CJ anymore? No, it's called the CJ Morgan F's Everybody Show. You lost your... Here's the deal. There are... Spencer, reveal my loss, please, so that uh, CJ can get up and see if he can catch up. No, no, explain no, himself first. I bet he was. <laughs> don't you think? I bet he's been here since like 9 a.m. practicing on the Plinko board oh, over and over again, dropping chips, learning you, exactly you know, how to do it. I'm way too lazy to do that. I barely got these printed before you showed up. <laughs> and we'll, don't worry, Jesus, this, we're going to do this again at the very end of the season with higher stakes. Point being, the winner of today's bet gets to decide whether they want to risk it or reward it and drop a Plinko chip or if they want the loser to drop a Plinko chip. So winner gets to decide if they drop or the loser does. Spencer, open the envelope. (sighs) Let's find out who is going to be dropping some Plinko chips. I licked it. it. Yes, I did. I'm trying to be (laughs) somewhat official. Again, uh, uh, these are for wins on the season. Matt's 4-0. I'm 0-4. Two tiebreakers. Uh, What is our first one on there? 
You're having I, trouble reading it. I am having trouble reading it. I know it's just uh, a series it was of letters. UT, uh, uh, but I did not think that UT would be able to cover the spread. They did not. I get the point. All right, Texas so. v. OSU. Yes, OSU. Okay, was Matt the, the gets one point. Uh, Austin FC versus Dallas FC. Someone I said Dallas, Dallas would win. I that, lost. That's a CJ point. A CJ Correct. point. All right, what's next here? Uh, is Detroit and Dallas or the Cowboys v. Lions? Yes. That, okay. Somebody chose Dallas. Cowboys. Matt. Two points, Matt. One point, CJ. What's okay, next? Wow. Uh, Yankees versus uh, the Astros. Yeah, I chose. I said Yankees. that Yankees would end up winning uh, one of their games at home. They did not. So that is a CJ. And we'll be back and find out with the final question who is going to be dropping Wait, a Plinko what's chip. What's the final question? Well, we did five last week, remember, because we already have too many tiebreakers. So the final question All right. of sports. We'll, we'll come back and see whatever CJ put in his envelope, everybody. Back to the sports bet. Matt and I currently tied on the week. Uh, two wins for Matt, two wins for CJ. Coming down to the final sports question. Remember, the winner gets to decide if he wants to risk his win-loss <laughs> record on the Plinko board for points or for to lose points. Or will the loser do it? Let's find out who is uh, this week's winner, Spencer. What is our final sports question? The final sports question was looks like Dallas versus Memphis. And who has circled it? That would be Matt's bet. Matt's bet. You bet on Dallas? God damn it. You bet on my Mavericks? Yeah. They killed That's Memphis. the final question? Yeah. We did five. They. I thought the final question was, was it Verherbert Herford Doofen over, over at F1 or the rest of the field? No, remember we made that a joke because I didn't know any of their names. But so Herbert, I won this whole thing? Herbert Doofen did win, so no matter what, you, you won. You chose my Mavs. So now, Matt. Hmm. Do you want to drop a Plinko chip, or do you want to force me to drop a Plinko chip? Neither. I'll just take the victory, and I'll be up 5-0. No, you have to. That's This is the halfway point of the year, so now it's where we throw in a big gamble. Do you, you want to take the CJ, big gamble? CJ really was the kid that whenever you played <laughs> a game in his, at his house, if you, went, if, if you played like cops and robbers, he was like, no, no, no. Uh, robbers automatically all are electrocuted if my mom says it's time for me to go home and get a snack. I mean, he just she just applies rules as rules. we go along. I'm sorry that I am doing- happy to just let you not have any punishment. I will take the victory. Five and oh, I'm sorry that a normal sports bet is uh, so damn boring and everything. And yeah, you are five and oh, but you have to decide to risk that or have me risk it. No, I'm someone okay has to drop five a five and oh. chip. This, uh, someone, someone has to do it. I'm at a loss for words. I don't know how this makes sense. But. Okay, Spencer, you drop a chip, and after it lands, no, I'll decide no. who gets what. Just play the Wait, damn that's game. That's the way the new rules go, is whoever wins gets to decide what the rules are going forward. The rules, no. The rules were laid out before the decision was made, before we knew the results. Whoever won has to drop a chip. Fine, I'll drop a chip. Matt going to risk Come it. On, Matt, Matt is currently 5-0. and oh. Now, just so you know, what CJ has done two. here, he hasn't left one side of the Plinko board negative, one positive. He sprinkled the positive. A little bit everywhere. And negative score And the throughout. chip is dropping. Hopefully Matt gets a positive so he won't bitch and cry when I try to make something more fun for the radio instead of just being <laughs> the same-ass crap every week. Here we go. So uh, nearer to the left side here. All right. He's hovering over the minus five. Now the big scoring, five and negative five, are right in the right center. Right next to each other in the center. It's rolling. It's going towards the fives, and he's going to get a mm. minus two. <laughs> so Matt is now 3-0 and on the season with two tiebreakers to be held. Oh, man. 
and I will consult y'all in the future about any more. There, the final bet of the season will be the same, but it'll start He's with so minus smug 10. Right now. Look at him, Spencer. I'm not smug. I'm yeah, at his Matt, face. That's what you get for playing a, 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 fairly and that's choosing not, correctly. This is boring to just. Thank you for understanding, Spencer. I'm sorry Spencer. that this gets boring, and it's just like, who won? Who lost this week? And trying to do something What's else What's weird fun. is I've known you for like over a decade, and you're only ever bored when you're losing something. No, it's it gets winning gets boring. A lot of stuttering. A lot of stuttering. Spencer, you play sports games on uh, on the Xbox or the PlayStation. If you have it too easy, it sucks. It's boring to win too much. If it's too hard, it also sucks. But if you have it right in the middle where there's actual competition, <laughs> that makes it fun. Actual competition. That's a funny, interesting thing Except you just he used. literally just hit reset on the game. <laughs> I didn't hit reset. Also... It's it's I do all the work for this game. So yes, I get to make it more fun and interesting and have twists and turns. That's the you, you go on a, you go on the prices right. You, you think the the yodeling man's just going to Are we done? Screw this. All right, Matt 3 and 0 on the season, two tiebreakers to come. <laughs> oh my god. 15 most terrifying video game jump scare moments. Oh! Time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Hell yes, a perfect Halloween nerd report. Uh, Video games, very scary. And Spencer, I'm going to tell you my scariest one before we get into this list. Okay, yeah. Because I know it's not on it. You think so? I know it's not. There's no way it is. But back in the day, I used to play a game called Mist. Okay. Mist has no other characters. It's just you walking around. Yeah. But the music yeah, the and atmosphere. the sounds and the atmosphere was so haunting. Dude, there are so many games that have a lot of scary moments in them yes. that yes. could contribute and for I sure. Would, I would play this late at night when my parents were asleep because that's the only time I could use the stupid computer because <laughs> um, a family with one computer. And it wasn't even our computer. My mom would bring them home during the summer yeah. from, from uh, her work at the school. Miss scared the crap out of me. It yeah. was spooky. It was freaky. And nothing mm-hmm. happened. So no, I know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's on this list probably did scare me. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll start with number 15, which is uh, more one of the more recent games of the past decade or so. Bioshock. Never played it, but oh, it had I some shocking moments. I'm sort of it. Uh, I don't think it's that scary, but maybe I'm just... Well, there are some definitely scary, scary moments. because you're too. The setting is you're in this underwater uh, city, and everyone's all jacked up on these futuristic drugs, so you're the only one that's not, and they're all like yeah. creeping around. Uh, it says here the the dentist. Uh, there's some dentist office where you show up and he's a real serial killer. Yeah, type I know dude. what you're talking about. Uh, you guys heard sure. the name? Uh, number fourteen is Subnautica, which is this cool game. Ooh, uh, yes. And that's not even a horror game overall. Kind of like Bioshock, but there's this moment. CJ was this game I was telling you about off air where you mm. crash land on a planet and then you get out of your skate pod and you're just in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, I don't even know where to start. Like, I got to start making supplies to survive, things like that. But you keep diving deeper into the ocean. There's some scary creatures down there, and it says when you meet your first leviathan. A leviathan. Mm. Uh, Dead Space. Uh, Y'all play Dead Space? Dead Space. Another great recommendation for a horror game if you're not interested in the movies this year. Definitely try to find a way to get Dead Space. It came out on the Xbox 360, early 2010s. And it's, it was one of my favorite. I'm not a really big horror guy fan, but this is like, there are these enemies similar to like the Xenomorphs, 
with their necromorphs. They take over like dead bodies <laughs> and, and they come, come to life and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's real freaky. It's so good. Uh, the Evil Within, I've never played, but I hear within. great things okay. about it. Apparently, there's an autopsy scene, if you're familiar with that. Uh, Eternal Darkness, a game on the GameCube, which I played and loved. Ooh. A much more Lovecraftian sort of inspired game with a oh, bunch cool. of magic and weird dark Over gods the top and stuff. Giant beasts. Uh, if you played that game, there's a bathtub scene. You know what I'm talking about that really freaks you out. <laughs> Silent Hill 3, another yeah. good example. Any of Silent Hills. We'll skip Any, through yeah. some of this. Silent Hill 2 was my favorite. Outlast is another good ah, horror game. That's what I was going to say. And I the, love me some Outlast. The premise for that game is you're like a journalist and you sneak into this sort of asylum that's got all mm-hmm. these bad like rumors about it and so you're trying to find some footage but it is really messed up it's inside scary. like there's a bunch of killers Ooh. and stuff like and you're just all you have is your camera and a uh, uh, night vision night on vision. it so and you're like just trying to hide from everyone and it's mm-hmm. so creepy man it's very gruesome Five Nights at Freddy's, it says here. I'm going to skip that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that just straight up for us. That's anxiety-inducing. But it does just, yeah. it's, it's just jump scares and then you die. Yeah, number seven, Fatal Frame, also a pretty good game. I've never played, but it's about these uh, young girls, I believe, that have these cameras and you're trying to capture a ghost Come on, let's get stuff. to the one that I know is scary. Until Dawn, yes. which is that fun That's horror what I was game. That's suggest. Uh, it says here, The Ghost, and I'll just leave that for anyone who's played. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five, Resident Evil, the OG dog scene. That's, yes, yeah, Resident Evil. if you Evil. remember. So, a, a quick side note on Resident Evil, because Spencer, I know you got more to get to, but Resident Evil, we would play with friends. We would go into my neighbor's attic where he had his like little room, and we would put on like Prodigy and then jam <laughs> out, turn black lights on, then play the, the game. And oh, that's Bush. I mentioned me. the. I, don't know why I thought it was I, I mentioned the thing that made uh, uh, Mist so scary was the music and yeah. the the ambience and the sounds. And here's what that's exactly what Resident Evil did well exactly. too. And a lot of times they tell you, you know, if in a scary movie turn off the sound and it changes everything. Same with video games, but Resident Evil not just had the spooky sound, uh-huh. but they used silence really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there would be silence and then there would you would hear a noise creep into you and it turns out it would be nothing or you would hear right. like a pipe of the dripping. Yep. They were perfect, man. There would be a lot of silence and then suddenly the jump scare. Huh. Yeah. It's where you can't turn the camera around yourself, so you're forced to walk down a hallway, like heading toward the camera or something, and there's stuff off screen. Uh-huh. Now all you can do is hear it. Oh, so good. It says here, number four, Arkham Knight. It's one of the Batman games. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a particular scene that was, I guess, more jump scary. You guys know who Man Bat is? He's sort of the opposite of Batman. He's no. an actual giant bat creature. Man Bat. <laughs> Apparently he makes an appearance. Uh, I I don't care for that one. Prey, which was a good game about aliens yeah, and stuff. Yeah, going to church. Sucks. Uh, number two is Fear. I don't know if you guys ever played Fear. I know the, the video 2000s. game, or I mean yeah. the movie, but not the... And number the one. The top one. No, this one's not fair. This was... Em, did you ever hear that game called PT? It was like a demo that came out, and now it's no longer available Mm because it was made by um, some people from Silent Hill and Hideo Kojima from the Metal Gear series. Ew! I'm looking at ah, I'm looking at pictures right now. So it's gory and gross. No, no, it's like it's like a hallway, and there's just this creepy lady. Have you ever seen Haunting of Hill House? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you remember whenever there's like the lady with the crooked neck? It's like her standing uh-huh. down a dark hallway. Now, this is a scary looking game. This was scary and fun because it was just a little teaser for what it was going to potentially be a game. But they didn't do but it. But all it is, is like you're literally trapped in this crazy time loop going in this 
circling this part of a house. Okay. And you keep waking up and crazy, oh, weird, different, yeah. subtle stuff keeps happening. Ew, Creepy, ew, worrisome. The sound design is amazing. But like the, this, this visual is This one oh. made me uncomfortable. Now, there's a glaring omission, and I want to really quick, we got to wrap this up, but I want to go through our glaring omissions. Uh, this one might be too old, and I know it was a lot of based on fighting online and other people, but uh, um, this one is for, Doom. Oh, the Doom is solid. Doom was, was, uh, yeah. I wouldn't call it a horror Scary, game, but, but it was, was freaky. The horror there setting. were jump scares, the yeah. the 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 atmosphere, the sky, the atmosphere. and the, the you were in, dungeons. Uh, like that Doom was scary. You go to hell in Doom too. That's yes. scary, man. Oh, really? Uh, a few Oof. other honorable mentions I'd give is Resident Evil Seven and Eight, the two recent first person yeah, yeah. ones. I, there's plenty of horror games out there. But a lot of these were pretty solid. Go In, check them out. Anyone yeah. glaring omission from you? The Sims 4? Um, no, I would say Doki Doki Literature Club. If you don't oh, know anything weird. about that, it's uh, it's like a visual novel that's supposed to be like, you know, like a Japanese dating ah! sim. Did I get y'all? <laughs> no. no. No? Okay, well, we got to go. The boss is here. He heard that. 101X, Alternative Austin. Now with C.J. Morgan. Comedian Lisa Friedrich joins us in studio because every year, a rite of passage, an exciting thing, the comedy seance is back. <gasps> Spooky. I know, Ooh. and it's back at its home, Cap City Comedy Club. True. I think it started there. I don't know. I, I just it, remember doing it elsewhere once. Yeah, no, it, it actually started at Beerland, R.I.P. So. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so what's going on for this uh, comedy seance? I guess take us behind what it is and how many top-rated comics are going to be in it that you can see playing a dead celebrity uh, for the low, low price of... It's a couple... It's money? Yeah, money. It's okay. money. Um, okay. Good job. It's money. <clears throat> uh, you're killing it here, promoting the event. You just promoted the whole thing for me. Okay. Well, what are you bringing to the table? Well, so the comedy's... The, what? That's not gonna, always going to work. Hey, man. You could have waited a little bit longer before you brought those into this I know. conversation. I know. At My least Lord. I didn't call them taters or whoppers. Okay. You just did. Okay. No, no, they're different. There's there's a different categorization for whoppers, taters, and honkers. And I'll explain those when comedian Lisa Friedrich's not in here. That sounds good. That okay, sounds like okay. a better time to do that. Sure. So the the comedy seance, uh, a bunch of the celebrities, famous people that you know and love who have passed or are will rotting be in hell and are rotting in hell. And they they will... come back for one night. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's good. Go on. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Just like no, I'm at home. You just killed it. You you did it. Okay. We're good. All right. All right. Thank you very much. That's uh, Lisa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I was ready. Uh, Lisa and I know each other very well, so that's why I'm Yeah, I was going to say, you guys crap. sound like you've met or something before. Uh, a couple times yeah. Yeah. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we kissed once. Ooh! Kissing and talent. On the radio. So, comedy seance. Uh, favorite dead celebrities. Yeah. Uh, so, we've got, I think, nine or ten comics. Um, local, you know them. And they are going to be portraying dead celebrities, dead famous people. Um, and they'll be, you know, letting us all know what those celebrities are thinking and saying in hell from from their very death. But you know who's not in hell? Who died yesterday? Uh, the dude that was in every TV show. He was in Will and Grace. Leslie, su- Leslie Jordan. Yeah, the sweet yeah. little the sweet little old man. I love that it, guy. Are there are there ever last minute audibles at the comedy seance where someone's like, oh, this person's dead today. I got to do this. It hasn't happened day of, but we did have one last week. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, and you can't tell us who's who, but can you tell us what comics might be there? Yeah, you might see Mike McRae, <gasps> Avery Moore, yes. me. 
Whoa! Doug Mellard. Oh, oh friend of the nice. show. We yeah. love Doug. We love Avery. We love all of them. Yeah. Uh, and you and uh, Katie Pengra are hosting it, correct? That is correct. Awesome. Um, every year, I got to do this one year. And uh, who are you? Uh, Orson Welles, but like very like the drunk later in years kind of Orson Welles. Oh yeah. And yeah, I yeah. chugged a bottle of champagne on stage. It was really water. Oh sh- but, uh, sure. Yeah, it was. Sure. Hey, I'm working. I'm I'm in recovery, Spencer. No need to judge me. You weren't then. Yeah, I was. I thought. Hey. I thought maybe that whole. Hey, shut up. <laughs> that whole that whole character idea was just so you could drink on stage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's a hey. prop. It's it's like uh, smoking cigarettes. If it's illegal in a venue, if it's part of your act, you get to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a thing? See? There you go. Perfect. Very much having that. Uh, Dave when... Chappelle wouldn't play anywhere if you couldn't smoke inside. <laughs> and, and slap his mic on his yeah. knee concert. I bet audio guys are just like, Ugh. Oh, come on, Dave. Jeez. Uh, when's the show? It is tomorrow. It's Wednesday uh, at Cap City. You can get tickets at capcitycomedy.com uh, at 8 p.m. tomorrow. So come on out and have a good time. Please do. Uh, hosted by... Uh, Satan, mm-hmm. the devil himself oh, is really? going to be there. We're hoping he can make it. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Oh, yeah. I haven't Good. seen him in a minute. Have you worked on your costume yet? Because I don't want to reveal it, but I notice you've been listening to one artist for like a week straight. So yeah, is we that don't you need to talk cha- about it. Channeling the dead. Don't, we don't need to talk about that. Is that, that how you get good character though? Before the seance, you just uh. Yep. Nice. Okay. Oh yeah. Listen to some spooky rock and roll. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. whenever I did this, the uh. Oh, she just spoiled it, didn't she? No, Glenn Danzig's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Is okay. he? <laughs> I don't know. See, that, that's what I was about to say. The hard thing with this uh, is you don't know who's already dead or alive, and then you do a character, and, and again, I just got to do one. I'm not a stand-up comic, and every time I picked someone, they were like, oh, no, no, so-and-so already has that. You're not going to get to be that because you're not funny. Well, but yeah. luckily, Orson Welles uh, was uh, very popular on the radio at the time because we were playing a lot of his clips of his uh, oh, those stum- flashbacks to stumbling in commercials. So, <laughs> so yeah, got to do that. How many years have you Probably. been involved with the comedy sounds? Because this is a long running tradition, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been going for like almost 20 years. But I've been involved. Um, let's see, Katie and I have been involved for about. Five years. The last two don't really count. Uh, and then Katie was involved before that, even. So, yeah. Best part of the comedy seance. Oh, you just never know. <laughs> it's, it can get so subversive. Oh, like, it, it pushes so many lines, it so gets many boundaries. Bizarre. Oh, sounds really fun. Man. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say who the. Well, I guess I can't say. Um, Christina Parrish one year did uh, Casey Anthony. <laughs> and did a very bizarre thing. And Casey like, Anthony's baby. Baby! Oh, Kaylee God! Anthony. Even worse! Yeah, 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 and then she went around handing out eggs to people in the audience, yeah. and she was covered in sap and goo. It was disgusting. Sounds it, like sounds like her. <laughs> but it was uh, it was hilarious. So uh, performance I'm art, bro. Looking forward to this tomorrow. Cap City Comedy Club and uh, uh, General Mission tickets are only twelve bucks, and you get to see some top tier Austin comics, and of course uh, hosted by Katie Pengra, Lisa Friedrich, and Satan. But again, the problem is we don't know who died this year. I can only think of like a few. Big name Ray Liotta is the only one I can really think of. Yeah, last night I was online. I thought Chris Tucker died for a second, <laughs> but he didn't. No, <laughs> it was just some video some dude sent me. It was a trick. <laughs> was okay, just, That's I mean, not as far fair. as I know, I didn't really like triple check, but I Betty White finally died. 
Yeah. Right? Finally. That, that, that is... No, re- well, every year... That was also a year ago. Every year yeah. there's like, a, is Betty White dead? Is she not? Uh, yeah. So let's play a game. Spencer versus CJ <laughs> called Dead or Alive. We're going to come back and we're going to find out what celebrities are dead okay. or alive. Sound good? Yeah. We're back with comedian Lisa Friedrich, who's hosting the Comedy Seance along with Katie Pingra and Satan tomorrow at Cap City Comedy Club. It's hilarious. It's weird. It's fun. But we don't know what celebrities are dead or alive, so it's time to play the hit game. Dead or alive? Are these celebrities dead? Are they alive? It's time to find out. Uh, Spencer taking on CJ. Here's how it's going to work. We got a little piece of paper. We will write whether the celebrity is dead or alive. Lisa, you host the show and let us... Spencer, you can't say that word. You just drew a phallic symbol and a very vulgar thing and pointed it at me. We that, have was, a, that was between you and me. We have an esteemed female colleague, comedian, in the studio right now. That's why I wrote that down. Just trying to be respectful. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm you. a female comic. <laughs> well, uh, Jason Mraz did say you were the funniest female comic. He did. I have it <laughs> what in the, writing. What an honor. I have the receipts. <laughs> okay, here we go. Number one. Number one, Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. Damn, oh, I'm going to close this laptop just so y'all don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't think you're cheating. All right, I got mine. Mm, damn it. We just put dead or, or not? Dead or alive. Or alive, okay. Okay, fold it. Don't reveal it yet. And now it's time to find out if Mary Tyler Moore is... It goes five times. I'm going to say alive. I said dead. Oh, that's one for Spencer. Smitty, no, she's dead. Point for Spencer. What is our next one? Your next one is Bill Pullman. Okay, okay. All right, let's hear this. All right, uh, Spencer, you locked in? I am. All right, now it's time to find out if Bill Pullman is... Spencer, you go first this time. I say Bill Pullman is dead. I say dead. He's alive. No! I mean, yeah, good for you. Paxton. I did the same thing. Okay. Damn it. Uh, Still Spencer 1, CJ 0. Who's our next celebrity? Phil Donahue. Oh, you know I confused. Anyway, doesn't Phil Donahue? Daytime talk king. Hmm. This is tough. Okay. Officer, I'm in. All right. All right. Is that here we go. Was it let's go, whatever? I'm gonna say alive. Okay. I'm gonna say dead. He is alive. No! It's high game. Why don't you die? Okay. Oh. Tied up. Tied okay. up. Julie Andrews. Is she Mary Poppins? Is that who yes. that is? Yes, she is. is Sound t- of music. Mm. Okay. I'm ready. Mm, okay. All right. Wait for it. What, what are we waiting for? Is she? There we go. I'm going to say, oh, Spencer, you go first. Alive. I'm going to say dead. She is alive. Oh, another point for Spencer. I follow her on Twitter. 
Interesting. That's not okay. true. I don't know. Spencer if she's a 2, CJ1. Who is our next celebrity? Anne Rice. I don't even know who that is. Tis the season. She's the vampire writer. Okay. Shoot. Shoot. Mm. Interview mm. with a vampire. Mm. All right, two down here. All right, time to find out if she. Do we have to? Do we have to? CJ, do we have to do this for everyone? That's that's why I made that theme song. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say alive. Uh, dead. She is dead. Yeah, bitch. I wrote dead <laughs> first, but I was like, there's no way Lisa's just going alive, dead, alive, dead, alive, dead. There has to be a alive, alive. You know. You overthunk it, bro. I also like how I'm wasting paper on yeah, everyone. I just wrote alive and dead down. And he just, just has, re- yeah. It's called it's re- reuse, very smart. reduce, right. and recycle, bro. All right, it is three to one, so here we go. This one's going to be worth two points. Two points. It's a big one. Janet Reno. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. I'm locked in. Uh, Spinny, you want to go first? Sure. All right, you, that is the phallic symbol. Alive. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say dead. She is dead. Oh, no, now we got a tie. Die. Here we go with the tiebreaker. The very last one. Pick a pick a good one. Whatever you want. I'm scared. But it, Tupac. I'm just kidding. That one's He's it. alive. That's argue. Right? Yeah, yeah that's argue. Right? Very yeah. much so. Okay. Um, let's go with Bob Barker. Oh. Uh, that's a really good one. This is the tiebreaker unless we tie again. Whoever loses okay. dies. Okay, okay, okay. You ready? Okay. Let's find out. Is Bob Barker? I'm going to say alive. Alive. He is alive. Damn it. Oh. We I mean. are further tied. All right. Okay. Robert Durst of the Jinx fame. Famous killer. Okay. Got it. Burped at the end of his documentary. Perfect. I know. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Alive. He's dead. The captain takes (laughs) home the pie on. Lisa, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, one more time, tell us uh, what's going on tomorrow. The Comedy Seance at Cap City Comedy Club. You can find out more at capcitycomedy.com. I stayed up past my bedtime, and I didn't regret it. Oh, oh yes. Uh, good for you, Emily. It's The Leftovers, and Emily, of course, uh, part of this show, and The Morning X, where you usually get up 5, 5.30, and have to be uh, at work Monday through Friday. No. So your yes. circadian rhythm is different, but you... You stayed up? You stayed out? I did. What? I did. I feel like ever since I've gotten this this job, um, not this one, morning. A little over um, a year now. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had one of those those nights. You know, one of those nights where you look at the clock and you're like, oh my you're gosh, like, oh, it's yeah. what time? So I accidentally did that um, this past Friday and it was so exciting. So let me, let me take you on an adventure <laughs> on my us. Friday night, right? So it starts off. 
Um, doing my, I had a dinner that I had planned. I had talked about this previously about how I'm an over planner and we're going camping. And You're doing a planning dinner to yes, plan your camping trip. Yes, but it was fun. It was fun. And, and so we went and we met um, at this place called Backspace, which was really good. It was Backspace good. is tight. Yeah. yeah it which was one? super good. Anderson uh, or? Anderson. Um, okay. Anderson. And uh, we went and they had happy hour. They have happy hour from like five to six. Nice. So we had some half price drinks. We oh, had. Yeah. I, I literally looked at the menu, said, I want every single appetizer. So we all split that in price. Nice. It was kind of pricey, but at the end of the day, like <laughs> it was amazing. It was a good time. So that was number one. Then um, me and one of the friends of the dinner head over to my apartment and we're like, hey, let's do some pre-gaming. I love a good pre-game. Yes. So my roommate ended up being home for once, which I never see her, especially on like the weekends. And so we decided to convince her to pre-game with us, even though we were all like dressed up and ready to go out. And my roommate was like in her pajamas about to go like spend the night at her boyfriend's. And we're like, I know that you don't want to come to this party with us, but, but can you do half of the work? Can you just get drunk with us here? And then like have your boyfriend just come over and hang out. I'll be on. Yeah. So you guys can have okay. like we this just want you to party you with us. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we just want you to party with us. So I showed them my game. I have invented this game. The pregame um, game. A pregame game, Sweet. which is perfect for one to three people or more, a group, where you get a shot glass, you fill up the shot glass, and then on top you put a deck of cards. And okay. you sit on either side, and you take turns blowing off the deck of cards, and whoever ends up blowing off the last card has to take the shot. So it's a very easy pre-gamey way cool. to like have a good time. And you could do it in groups, or you could do it just like 1v1. Okay. Um, oh, but the cards don't matter. It's not like if you blow an ace and they blow a no, king, you No, you just right. have to make sure when you blow the card that it hits like the side where your opponent's at. Like It can't fall on your side. It has to fall okay. you know, across from you. Oh, it, so it's cool. a race. Like flip cup. Um, it doesn't have to be a race. It's more strategic because oh. you just don't want to be. You don't want to have the last card and blow the last Damn, card. Bro, over. I used to rule a flip cup. By the way, yeah. So, so fun. we anyway. played some of that. We got ready. Beer we pong drank. Was my thing. That was that was our uh, pregame. And by the end, my roommate was having a great time. So then, me and my friend were like, "Okay, bye, roommate. We're gonna go to this party." So then we go to this party, and it's a friend from high school that moved to Austin, and it's a party, it's a house party, and I haven't been to a house party since, like, college. God. Like, I don't know anybody that has houses. That house are, parties like, rule. Right? Like, I mean, you guys have houses, but, like, I don't know anybody who has houses that wants to throw a rager. We right? do dinner parties. Like, even when I did the company dinner Christmas pa- party. Dinner. We do but dinner even parties. When I did the company Christmas party. That it was, was a nice party. It was a yeah. party, but it wasn't like it used to be, whereas... Yeah. Before, when in 2014, 15, I was dating someone much younger. She lived on campus. She wasn't in college, but Mm -hmm. she had three roommates, lived on campus, and they used to throw ragers. Their Halloween parties were insane. And it was so fun Mm -hmm. having a good old school house party where it was like, damn, this is what my college used to be like. This one was called a Hollywood Fiesta, and you either dressed up as Hollywood themed or you dressed up as things that you would buy at Fiesta, the grocery store. Awesome. And yeah, amazing. Um, and what was fun is we knew nobody there except for the girl that invited me who didn't even live in the house. So the oh. whole time. No, but it, but they were all so welcoming. Okay. They, when you walked into the Did party. Did you bring a host gift, like a bottle of liquor yes, to say? I brought, I brought a bunch of cider, like a giant pack of cider. You're the best. This, yeah. really knows. this girl party is Exactly. Come on. Come um, on, and, but we walk in and they have a bingo card because I guess they knew that a lot of people wouldn't know each other. They have a bingo card on things that you can do to like 
get to know each other. So it was like go That's up to cool. somebody and teach them how to how to square dance or whatever, and then cool. or go and like kiss somebody consensually Whoa, or like no. go mm. and 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 win Sniff, win beer pong mm. with somebody. I and like the icebreakers though. That's a it good was idea. so cute. So that ended up being a good party. Then I get a text from my friend Zach who's like, "Hey, we're at Barflies," and I'm like, "Bro, I love me some Barflies." It's it's towards the end of the night. I'll end it off close to my house, some, close to where you live. Exactly. So, yeah. Ended off with some Barflies. Go to Barflies. You close it down. Spoiler alert. Yes, we closed it down. So Two a.m. 2 a.m. Oh, they flick the lights, and you're like, oh, wow, we've been here for a few hours That's now. That's always yeah. shocking. Nice. Um, yeah. We played a bunch <laughs> of pool, and then my friend Zach and my other friend that was with me, too, they were they were having a great time. I, I was just kind of normal, yeah, honestly. At that point, had I had said, stopped. Hey, I got a bottle in my place. Yeah, you've been <laughs> right? up since you know, right? Spencer. Yeah. You've been up since 5 a.m. at this point. Uh, give, yeah. give us the net net. Like. Yep. So at that point, it was 2 in the morning, and Zach goes, Hey, do you guys want to come over to my apartment? And we all go, You know what? Sure. So we go to his fancy little downtown apartment, and he's super drunk. My other friends are super drunk, and they're like, Let's do karaoke. And, and so we just oh, yeah. put on the TV, and next thing you know, I look at the, the time, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's four in the morning. Yes! And I'm not even tired. I wasn't even tired. I had been up for almost 24 hours. And so then eventually I had to look at my friend and I said, hey man, we need to go to sleep. My friend was like, what? Really? What what time is it? I said four in the morning. They're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. So I ended up getting home, going to bed. 24 hours of being awake at five in the morning. See, the perfect party, the perfect night out. I would have like five different things. Is that, but if you see sunrise, that's when it becomes gross and greasy. Oh, that's when yeah, it feels bad. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just about to say I that. Would say you can't are, see the sunrise. In my history, there might have also been drugs involved right. that made it feel worse. But yes, uh, yeah, Emily, can't do I'm that. proud of you. You can Thank still you. do it. Look yeah, at me. I sound so healthy, too, still. <laughs> Did you know? I don't know. Let's find out. Now you are going to know, Matt. Pumpkin spice uh, may have been the first non-pie food back in 1936 because they started using pumpkin spice to make pumpkin spice cakes. And then it turned into an entire craze. What do you mean? Non-spice food? What does that mean? Non-pie food. Pumpkin spice may have been the first non-pie food. I don't know what that means. I just I'm just reading. You mean a pie food that got turned into another food? I guess Non-pie so. food. Said pumpkin spice may have been the first non-pie food when a recipe... Ah, dude, you know I just half-ass pull these up from the internet. My apologies. What, what is the rule? Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions, because why? Daddy doesn't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, did you know... Uh, only two American artists have made a music video for over a million dollars in the past. Oh, sweet. Surprisingly, both not very good. Madonna's Give Me All Your Lovin' in 2012 cost $1.5 million, and Gwen Stefani's Make Me Like You cost $4 million. Both of them have way better, way more impactful music videos. Yeah, you don't have to spend a lot of money on a video when your career is really hot. Look at the dates on both of those. Those are people trying to come back. 
You know what? You're absolutely right. They're not trying to come back. I mean, both of those are still superstars, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you're putting out another album. It's not quite doing the way you wanted it to. Let's throw some money behind it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think videos get the attention that they did in, say, like, the 80s, this 90s. Just, this just shows, like, how much my career was always destined to... Fail? Wind, yeah, to, Sorry. to wind up in a business that's outdated and no longer needed. Because the two things I really wanted to do... From my youth until even like college was direct music videos and work in radio. Both dying industries. But man, music videos are great. And, and listen, you don't have to spend this money. Just do what REM did and go sit outside some LA film school and take five of the 16 minutes and there you go. That's me in the spotlight. I, mean, That's, I, I went to college to learn how to program for the Atari 2600, and look where it landed me. Not very good. I also, at some I, point... Hey, are you, are you at least impressed that I could remember something like the Atari 2600? Like that far I back. I don't even play a lot of games, but I still knew that reference point. Mine might be a little newer, but I learned to, uh, when I was learning to edit video, I learned to code and edit Flash. Yeah, which I remember was that. huge. I and I was like, that. oh, I'm going to make money. It's going to be great. Because even sports stadiums, if you were sending, like, like for the radio station, we'd have to send movies moving logos to go on the banners and on the thing. And yeah. I learned to use Flash, and then a year later, HTML5 made it completely useless. Sorry that happened to you. Me too. Madonna's best video, is it, uh, Life is a mystery. I don't think I know any of Madonna's videos. Sorry. It had like a... a uh, African-American mannequin Jesus that started crying and people were mad about it. It was a thing. Everybody was mad at Madonna for a lot of things, right? People are mad at Madonna now. Yeah, I don't did, think people... Did you know? Uh, Madonna's basically saying she walked so Cardi B could whop. She's like, I went through all this crap with my sex calendar just so bitches like Cardi B can do a whop and then made a clown emoji. Now everyone's mad at her. She said that? She said that. She didn't say walk to walk, but she did a whole tweet or Instagram post about how she laid the groundwork for female artists today to be sexy. Sometimes it's hard for people to age. <laughs> Especially poor Madonna. She's tried everything, too. Uh, let's get back to did you know. Did you know? Uh, 75% of the world's food is generated from only 12 plants and 5 animal species. Yeah, hemp, man, you know, you can do anything with hemp. It's stronger than rub. You can make pants with hemp. You can smoke hemp. The CBD from hemp relaxes. Hemp is better on water and hemp also, man, like clothes. Thanks, man. Hemp. Did you know the New Mexico State Senate passed a bill in the 90s that required psychologists... <laughs> No way, this is true. Um, no way, this is great. Did you know the New Mexico State Senate passed a bill in the 90s that required psychologists to wear wizard's hats if they testified in court? Hell, we yeah. have to look that up, right? That's that we're breaking the did you know rules because that I was going to ask be. you to look up what the plants were, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> right? Like after this, I'm assuming that they did that because they didn't want psychologists or therapists testifying in court anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Wizard Experiment. Did you know? Amendment. Uh, propose the Wizard, the Experiment Wizard Amendment was no a, the Expert Wizard Amendment. Oh, I thought Quit it was trying to put experiment in there. It sounds better though. It the does. Experimental Wizard Amendment, the Expert Wizard Amendment proposed uh, was a proposed amendment. So that doesn't mean it necessarily passed. It would require psychologists, psychiatrists to dress up as wizards in court proceedings, giving expert testimony regarding a defendant's. Uh, competency. Uh, it was proposed in 1995, passed the Senate unanimously. Um, Scott revealed the amendment was satirical prior to the vote. 
following which it was uh, removed and then not signed into law. Man, politicians used to be fun. That's a good. Nah, it still sounds kind of annoying. It's a waste of time, but it's fun, right? ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. Warp speed. Almost. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? TBD. Matt Bearden's here to give us a tech report-ish kind of thing we do. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of us think about the idea of uh, space exploration. When I say a lot of us, I guess maybe I just mean me when I'm going to the bathroom. Uh, but I do like the idea of... Best place to read. Seeing yeah. other planets and, you know, could humankind ever get to another universe? The problem uh, is, is that there's actually a physical limitation to how fast we can travel. Yeah. Damn it, I know. I know, I know. But we're, we're physical matter. And- but one of the great <laughs> things, though, is that humans don't like to be told no, right? Thank God. Well, well you should listen to the word no, please, yeah. right? But uh, guess what? There is something that NASA has posted to their technical reports server under the heading Helical Engine. And on paper, they're... They basically, research-wise, they're like, hey, it would be possible to exploit the way mass can change at relativistic speeds, especially in the speed of a vacuum. What I'm trying to say is they think that, conceptually speaking, they might be able to create an engine, a rocket engine, that could travel at 99% the speed of light. Whoa, man. Now, when I say they think they can do it... We're going to split apart and all of our constituent... uh, Like, oh my God. That's so fast. Be careful. This is not on the immediate horizon. Like, that's not like, hey, new for 2023, the Buick helical engine. Like, that's not coming, right? But they have been able to look at some of the math, and they think, look, they... they, uh, We don't think it's going to happen anytime, but hey... The EM drive, we think it's technically possible. Yeah. Technically. Cool. Right? Now, a lot of things are theoretically possible. Making me excited. Um, CJ could be loved, right? Spencer could smile. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I, I, I could show up on time. There are so many things that are you theoretically could not be a possible. You a piece of crap. Mm, I'm not worried. I don't okay, think that one's going to happen. NASA said they can't crack the code on that one. <laughs> but there are so many things that, that you may not get to, but they've been working on this for a long time. How can we go faster? How can we approach these greater speeds so that we can explore more of the depths? We want to get to more planets so we can ruin those environments yeah, as yeah. well. Just like we did oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's easy. Yeah. We clone people and fold space, and then we use people to kill the clones when they've gone on oh, too yeah. long. That's what generation ships are for, just a bunch of clones vats and it sails for millions of years and see Spencer fixed it yeah. but uh, there's also ma- uh, never mind yeah. I'll say Mass Effect that was my favorite game but that was some of the technology in there where they get these engines that affect uh, your mass so where save you it travel. for the nerd report now no. here is what is uh, just kind of a fun part of this okay like I said we don't have this we're not going to see it in our lifetime I but know. how long would it take us to get to Mars if this engine were real. And you said it was about 99% the speed of light. Right. Six minutes? Uh, a little further. 12 and a half minutes. Okay. Right. My mass off. Sorry. And, and we can get to Neptune in four 
hours. And it's Cur- currently months. It's currently months to go to or years to go to Mars. I'm sorry, not yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. It would take us a very, very long time currently. But uh, anyway, I, I, I don't know that's going to happen. I want it to happen. Probably won't. Nothing good ever happens. Never mind. This is stupid. I don't know why I brought it. <laughs> so, so it's weird, not wired. No, nah, it's wired. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. Earlier in the show, I discussed uh, my plan to raise money for my medical bills. No, seriously, a lot of medical bills on the way by doing um, uh, a little bit of OnlyFans content, a little bit of sexy CJ photo shoots, a little bit of implied nude, maybe some blah dong. I don't know. Uh, the bad news is, is a friend that used to do OnlyFans got a hold of me on Twitter and recommended I don't do it. What was their reasoning for that and why? Several. Um, number one, uh, they take a 20% cut. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. The website does, OnlyFans, whatever. That's significant. No wonder the prices are so outrageous. So high, I, are they? Depends. Oh, okay. Depends on the user. Yeah. Or the, Who do you follow? Anyone good? Show your bit on your business. We'll talk about that later. All my best uh, friends. Uh, <laughs> so 20% cut, I think, is uh, what they said for... OnlyFans, and then 17% goes to the IRS. So that's already close to 40% of of the money you're losing. On top of that, you constantly have to be putting out new stuff. You gotta grind. All the time. You gotta be marketing, you gotta be promoting, and a lot of websites push push OF down in the algorithm, so it's hard to do it on social media. Yeah, you gotta Uh, sneak them into your Instagram influencers and all things like that. Yeah. That's where I find them. The site, as they call it. Uh, Subscribe to me on the site. Look Uh, at my link tree in my bio. Also said that it's really difficult to compete with the people on there doing straight up pern. Like a lot of big content creators do straight up hardcore either with themselves or with the partner. So So nothing wrong with that. That's sex work. It is. But if you don't want to go that far. So you don't. No, no. Why not? Because I don't know, man. I don't want to do that. Because the the other reason, uh, they said that uh, there have been people that reached out and were Eventually started as friendly, but then got aggressive, then got creepy, then yeah. started like almost pseudo blackmailing, like knowing yeah. who this person was, and that is kind of kind of ruined it. Unfortunately, I feel like that happens far more often to sex worker content creators online, but Co- that does correct, happen yeah. across the board to any sort of YouTube or uh, content. There's always the risk of a sort of nice stalkery irritating, and usually fan. it's so dudes. You're trying to yeah, if you're trying to make the, the, those bucks. That buku money uh, online, it's unfortunately something you're going to have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, you're going to so. attract a lot of creeps. Especially and eventually, you, dude. Look at you, man. Uh, mm. Eventually, they're mm. going to do exactly. They're going to slut shame you and be like, yeah. like they are paying for this, so they have power and whatever right. over you. And then they, I don't know. It's just bizarre. It's creepy. So I've decided, uh, uh, you know, to try it anyways. Okay. Yeah, do uh, it. Got to get my. Uh, have you get heard my of uh, there's, a, there. there's another page called Family. You can start using that one, maybe. No, jeez, dude. Is that an Another one that's supposed to be like, hey, it's just for your art and well, for your comedy. Only, and that's how OnlyFans started. Remember, like, oh, come over here and I'll draw you pictures or something. You and know? then you know who made money? Yeah, N- nude, nude, nudity. Movies, yeah. movies, and bottoms. I, I just don't think I have it. But you know what? Look, man, we'll, I, I can at least try. Oh, CJ on OnlyFans. Uh, you're gonna share your username for some of the people, just with you. Okay. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewter, Austin. 101X.